welcome to Greater Finance Daily. We bring you the latest from the ongoing crypto and fintech revolution. I'm one of your hosts, Alex. And I'm the other host, Gustav. And today is Friday, the 8th of October, and uh, we are ready to provide you with the latest from the crypto world. How are you doing, Gustav? I'm doing great, and I've had some look into the market. We have Bitcoin at almost 54k, 53.8, Ethereum at 3.0, almost 6k, and then we have had some great pumps yesterday. We have Polkadot have risen around 10%, Terra Luna above 10%, but then of course this Shiba coin went bananas with over at, at one point, I think it was up, up more than 100%. And the last seven days, it's up 250% or something like that. So, yeah, we see some crazy moves in the in the market. Uh, another one to mention is Phantom, which is up almost 100% over the last seven days. Wow, that's crazy. 150. Yeah, <laughs> feels like we're back to the to the all-time highs in many coins. Yeah, 100%, 100%. So uh, today's topics we're going to walk you through is uh, number one, crypto exposure has a net positive impact on investment portfolios, according to a study. Uh, the financial system is in an age of disruption, according to a BIS official. The SEC uh, has approved um, uh, another ETF providing exposure to Bitcoin companies. And Arcane Research predicts 700 million Lightning Network users by 2030. And finally, BitMEX boss Alexander Hüppner believes at least another five countries will adopt Bitcoin before the end of 2022. So without further ado, let's jump in to the first news. We have um, the crypto exposure has positive impact on investment portfolios, according to a study. And uh, the study itself concluded that temporary crypto markets decline and volatility are not enough to diminish the importance of cryptocurrencies in investment portfolios. And this research was made by the um, crypto asset management outfit called Iconic Funds and Cryptology Asset Group says that um, the name of the, the research was cryptocurrencies and the sharp ratio of traditional investment models looked at how changes in the risk return profile to several portfolio allocation methods uh, was affected by the addition of cryptocurrency assets. And they assumed a passive investment strategy and mapped the changes in the sharp ratio for traditional portfolio models with the introduction of crypto exposure against a reference index with no cryptocurrency allocation. And detailing its findings, the study stated that it finds uh, the addition of cryptocurrencies to any portfolio covered had a strong, or not a strong, but had a positive impact on the returns as well as the risk reward performance of the portfolio. Does this shock you, Gustav? No, it does not shock me at all. I mean, uh, I think that, especially given that, that crypto have, have gone up so much over the last few years, then this is a, a given positive effect in, in most portfolios. But what's most interesting is this sharp ratio, which is the risk-adjusted effect on, on a portfolio. And, and that is still um, 
uh, adding a, to a positive side when adding crypto to your portfolio. And that's really interesting. All right. Interesting take, interesting take. Uh, moving on, we have the financial system is in age of disruption, according to Benoit Coré, which is the head of uh, Bank for International Settlements Innovation Hub. And he was speaking in Switzerland on a conference yesterday, uh, yesterday, Thursday, and he said that cryptocurrencies and the rise of DeFi and digital ID systems are all disrupting legacy systems at the moment. And although the although he admitted that new technologies can uh, foster greater efficiency, he also said that they have the potential to spawn financial instability, loss of privacy, and financial exclusion. And these quotes were specifically referred to the Facebook's DM project, which is a global stablecoin. And uh, because they are promoted as a way to provide faster and cheaper cross-border payments and deeper financial inclusions, which they do. However, they also pose significant risks. Korea said they can create closed ecosystems or walled gardens that fragment the monetary system by potentially taking large volumes of payments outside the system that has central banks at its center. Wow, what do we make of this statement or, or his words, Gustav? That stable coins are taking the volume of payments outside of uh, central banks. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, I further down in the article, I see that he, he has also been executive board member of the European Central Bank. And he also states that the history of private money is not a happy read. Uh, private issuers have always chosen profits whenever conflicts arose between keeping money stable and making money. And this is where central banks come in, he says, uh, to keep the, the stable, um, uh, keeping money stable instead of <laughs> private uh, institutions making profits from being the one in control of money. Yeah, we will see. It's interesting. It's interesting times. Definitely. Moving on, the SEC approves Vault Equity ETF, providing exposure to Bitcoin-centric companies. Regulators in the United States have given the green light uh, to a new exchange-traded fund that provides exposure to Bitcoin industry revolution companies, as they call them. Uh, the, the ETF is intended to track um, these revolutionary companies, which are defined as entities that hold a majority of their net assets in Bitcoin or derive a majority of their earnings from Bitcoin mining, lending or transact transacting, according to the SEC filing. And 80% uh, of the fund's holdings will be allocated to such companies. And the new ETF will appear as a New York Stock Exchange uh, ARCA listing under the ticker symbol BTCR. Big news coming out from the SEC around this ETF. What do you think, Gustav? Uh, it's interesting. I mean, it's not the real ETF that, that everyone is waiting for, for Bitcoin, but this is uh, uh, one ETF on the way to the real ETF, I think. So it's great. Yeah, well, what's really cool here is if you look at the price of MicroStrategy, for example, it, it follows Bitcoin quite a lot. And that is no coincidence as they have more than their balance sheet. They've all taken out debt as well to raise more Bitcoin. So they have all their balance sheet is full of Bitcoin, basically. Exactly. 
Nice. Uh, moving on to Arcane Research predicts 700 million Lightning Network users by 2030. What is this about, Gustav? Exactly. It's, um, well, Arcane, a Norwegian company that uh, works with uh, a lot of different things uh, within the crypto space. They have an exchange, they uh, are doing mining, they are doing research, they're doing consulting and, and so on. And also, I think they do portfolio management. They have come out now with a, um, a report, uh, which they call the future of Lightning Network or the state of Lightning Network. And the report pro provides um, kind of ambitious estimates uh, for the future of the Lightning Network, um, such as 90% of Salvadorians, you know, the country that have uh, Bitcoin as legal tender now, over the age of 15, having access to Lightning payments by 2026. So uh, 90 per they, they predict that 90% of the Salvadorians that are above age 15 will have access to Lightning payments by 2026. And 50 million Lightning users representing 17 billion in annualized payments for things like remittances uh, or remittance and, and household expenditures expenditure by 2030 and i mean this is really interesting it's uh, of course predictions but if we take a look in the report we can also see that there is currently um, a, a, about 17,000 active nodes operating on the network uh, which is equal to 73,700 unique channels and as of writing, the public Bitcoin capacity on Lightning equals more than $120 million with uh, users across the world finding value in option to conduct near instant small payments at a very, very low fee. So it's really interesting to, to see and, and uh, uh, let's see how this develops and if Arcane is correct about this. Definitely, 100%. Just a quick take there. I think Arcane is in the forefront here. And when they talk about Lightning Network, the use cases they are talking about is streaming, like we, we are consuming uh, microtransactions, paying for the Spotify when we're listening to it, paying for the Netflix when we're watching it, etc. And Bitcoin Lightning Network is actually allowing us to do these microtransactions in real time, basically, hmm. which is a really cool thing. Moving on, finally... Gustav, El Salvador-style Bitcoin adoption on the cards for five more nations. What is going on? Well, the CEO of BitMEX, the crypto exchange, his name is Alexander Höppner, have uh, come out and, and said that he believes or he thinks that the El Salvadorian president, Nayib Bukele, uh, his move into making Bitcoin a legal tender in the country should be seen as something good rather than something to to uh, be negative towards and he also predicts that by the end of next year so 20, end of 2022 we will have at least five countries accepting bitcoin as legal tender and all of them will be developing countries and he thinks that developing countries will really make a big jump into crypto during 2022 and he states out that remittance benefits fighting inflation and political point scoring are the three main reasons for any developing country to adopt Bitcoin in the same manner as um, El Salvador have done. 
Well, that's interesting takes from him. Let's see how it will play out. We know that we can track his statement now. We will follow up on this. Five more countries before the end of 2022. And with that said, we are done for today. Do you have any other additional takes, Gustav, before wrapping up? No, not today, because I have to run. So bye-bye, everyone. Run like Forrest Gump. Yes. Okay, ciao. Yeah, thank you for today, guys. Have a good day. Bye.